Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. All right, so <laughs> welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we're deep diving into astrology and numerology, which is a fascinating subject that a lot of people love and are interested in. Mm-hmm. I mean, astrology apps are some of the most popular ones that are found on the internet. And so I'm excited. Uh, today we have esoteric or esoteric Asa with us, uh-huh. and uh, she is going to guide us deep dive, and we're going to see where this goes because yeah. I'm intrigued yeah thank you for having me here Christina hello everybody so you know I'm so happy we're raising awareness around esoteric numerology I'm all for the huge rise in astrology and the esoteric arts in general I think it's so important that it's now crossing over into mainstream pop culture right which is kind of interesting because I mean if we go back Mm-hmm. In time, you mm-hmm. know, astrology was common and mainstream, right? You know? And then right. it went through this period of it's called the dark period or mm-hmm. whatnot. And then mm-hmm. suddenly, people didn't pay as much attention mm-hmm. to the numerology or astrology or other other uh, esoteric like kind of teachings, right? And, and everything became super scientific and got to prove it. But you know, yeah. there's so much science still in it too. You know, yes. so, so it's interesting. What uh, there's always cycles in everything, and sometimes always. those cycles are, you know, decades or centuries that happen, or multi centuries that mm-hmm. go on. And sometimes those cycles can be, you know, within a one year and going through the cycles of the season or the cycles in your life. So yes. it's interesting that it is a rise. Mm-hmm. More and more people are talking about it. It's mm-hmm. common. It's not seen as hooey wooey anymore. Yeah, thankfully. But, but there's still some stigma around it. So I know that the one of, that's one of your goals is to break free of those stigmas and mm-hmm. those negative kind of stereotypes yes. and the way that things look. So you want to talk a little bit about it and share a little Absolutely. bit about how you got here too. Oh my God, I know. Well, thank you guys for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so excited. And like Christina mentioned, my mission is to really eliminate the negative misconceptions around spirituality, the esoteric arts. It is a form of spirituality. Like you mentioned, science, in my very humble opinion, runs parallel to spirituality. How can science not be part of spirituality and vice versa, right? Well, how can anything not be a part of anything, right? Exactly. You know, like- it's all connected, all connected. But that's another conversation. <laughs> but um, so... My main focus is within the Latinx culture. I am Latina. I'm half Mexican, half Peruvian, born and raised in America, first generation. And my grandmother is a psychic tarot reader, palm reader. So I grew up with all this. Yeah. I grew up with all this, but then it was... Your grandma was reading your palm as a little kid? She did. She read my palm at nine. You're doomed for love or you're going to be... She she was very... My grandma's very straight up. So she's like, you're going to have 10 kids. Your love life going to be interesting. You know, all this stuff. I'm just like at nine. And I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> but um, can I go and play now? <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's too much. But then I had my father, who is the patriarch of the family, very. And my grandma is my mom's mom. Okay, so okay. my fa- my father, very very Catholic. So okay. it was a Catholic upbringing. So I had this tug of war of my grandma, right, influencing me in a positive aspect. And then I had my father, who is the very true. And I love my father very true to the stereotypical Catholic household. And so for a long time, I struggled with my own definition of spirituality because, you know, a lot of Latinos, a lot of Latinx, we raise up, we're raised as Catholics. Yeah. Right. And so 
the metaphysical community is seemed as taboo. It's seemed as messing with the devil and all that crazy stuff. So for the longest time, I had this struggle. Do I follow my heart? Because I was so interested in what my grandmother was doing and I was obsessed with Nostradamus. And then I had my father on the other hand saying, you know, no, you're going to do your confirmation. You have to do this and that. You're going to get married in the church. And which, by the way, I didn't even end up getting married in the church. So that was a big deal for my father and I. But so my whole journey has truly been for me to welcome and assist my sisters, my hermanas in the Latinx community with understanding that all this isn't truly taboo. It's, yeah. it's part of our ancestral lineage. Um, so many of us have great grandmothers and we know someone like a, a tia, an auntie, or someone way back home in Mexico or in Ecuador who was a curandera. Mm-hmm. And curanderas are, I guess you could think of people who really practice with earth and yeah, shamans. Shamans, right? It's shamans, the, the American term for it, you could say. Or what is, what, what is the definition of, sh- where does shaman Shamanism derived from. Is that like an Eastern term? No, more of a South American term. South American term? You know, like when you think of it traditionally, but shamans are in every culture, Every culture. like, so you have, you know, South African shamans. Yes, yes. You have Indian shamans. You have South American shamans. You know, in the West, because of the influx of more like plant medicine, like ayahuasca and stuff Mm. like that. When people traditionally think of shaman, they think of Peruvian or Brazilian, you know, and they think of the ayahuasca journey. And Amazonian, all that. the, the, The plant medicine that comes from that. And that particular, but I mean, there's actually plant medicine that's given all over, yes. you know, and so there's, there's, you know, you know, DMT is found in, you know, so yes. many different plants. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the zicadas that are found in Africa are filled with more DMT concentration than the ayahuasca root, you know, mm-hmm. so like, it, mm-hmm. it's, and if you mix any of these two particles, you're going to have these different types of uniform uh, experiences, but same with, you know, mushrooms, or then there's like, you know, uh, Native American. American shamans from like uh, from North America are uh-huh. more seen as like um, you know like they do like the sweat lodges and the different things right. like that you know but there's all of this there's every culture every has culture it. has has it some way you know, somehow like, yeah you right. know whether whether you're doing you know like uh, burning ceremonies in mm-hmm. Tibet and whether you're doing this you know but they mm-hmm. all have it mm-hmm. and so these roots are really like you're saying dive in deep mm-hmm. and they're cross cultural and and it's but there's differences within it mm-hmm. because of the differences of the earth and the plantations and the different areas and how right. they incorporate and the traditions are slightly different but if you look at the core of it it's the it's old. awareness and connection mm-hmm. and expansion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely well said. Thank you. And that, thank you so much for sharing that because I think part of the reason why in our culture, in the Latinx culture, we're so disconnected with our spirituality and the metaphysical world is because many of us come from broken lineages when Mm -hmm. we've crossed over and we've migrated and you know you kind of what do you do you fit in with your environment you start living the American dream you go to school you got to be the first one to graduate from college so a lot of that has been lost and so my whole goal is to help us reconnect with all of that with spirituality and really these are tools amazing tools and a point in part to like kind of go back to is You know, that a lot of people, whether it's raised Catholic or any type of more um, strict 
religious regulation. The religion in itself isn't bad. The teachings, you know, the different ancient texts, they all share different things. Mm -hmm. It's like, but then there's so much guilt or shame away from deviating from a certain very stern belief system Mm -hmm. but it's like i think it's important to note that you're i think on top of all of bringing this stuff to light you're also allowing people not to shame and at different aspects of the self and to see that there can then and there can be things it doesn't mean you have to turn your back completely on you know whatever belief system you're raised but Mm -hmm. you take what works for you and have the freedom of realizing that there's also more one thousand percent i have friends who call themselves spiritual Catholics because they still resonate with forms of Catholicism, but then they, they pick from other, yeah. you know, other modalities. Like myself, my husband is Hindu. I'm not a practicing Hindu, but there's much of Hinduism that resonates with me. Yeah. And so I pull from there. And so absolutely right. It, it's not about uh, trying to taint to anything. It's all about what works for you. And this is your journey. And, and I you think, know. like, it's 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 an interesting thing. The more accepting and open and expansive you become, mm. the more you see the blessings and the teachings and the parts that work in everything. Absolutely. Right? You know, yeah. and it's kind of like the more you love yourself, the more you have forgiveness towards other people's actions because you can see and understand mm-hmm. where they're coming from and not mm-hmm. take it personal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you can see these different, you know, aspects. You don't have to convert to any specific religion, but you can say, oh... You know, like, there's really good principles and teachings out yes. of the Quran. Or there's, like, the Baragita is really amazing. Or, you know what, I really like and I'm getting some stuff from the Old Testament or this or that, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, the, the, any of the Any of that. And yeah. Any of it. And but, but you're seeing it because you are evolving more. And right. at the essence, we're... It's all oneness, right? All oneness. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a huge part of... Um, what so, I'm trying to do with the numerology. You yeah, know? so so take me. So yeah. you're, you're going, you know, you're going and you're having the struggle. You're ha- pulled to two, two places, super interested, feeling resonant, yeah. feeling like you're going to betray your father and, yeah. and his, yeah. you know, kind of uh, staple, higher, yeah. um, you know, the patriotic mm-hmm. uh, aspect of the family. And then where did you kind of find yourself reintegrating mm-hmm. and how did you get into that path? Well, I'd have to say it really had nothing to, to do with my father. Um, in 2015, I had like my first version of ego death. Okay. Um, I've had many. <laughs> As we do, there's always Ego's another. Ego is a big thing that I've, I've definitely dealt with my, the entirety of this incarnation. And so I worked in the music entertainment industry mm-hmm. for a while. And I had always known that's what I'm going to do. It's my life's purpose. I'm a writer. Um, you know, I know music's for me, entertainment, blah, blah, blah. And then a time came where that chapter for me kind of came full circle and I was being pushed out into the next phase of my life. But I was so resistant. Mm-hmm. I was resistant, and I, I kept fought, fighting, and I couldn't understand. I thought, well, this is my life's purpose. Why am I being pushed out of this industry? And so one day I was Googling, and I was Googling, how do you find your life's purpose? <laughs> I was that lost. I was so, I was so now, lost. There's been a lot of people that are watching this, and so you've done that too, okay? At some I mean, point in your life, you used the Oracle named Google. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some answers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was at the point, Christina, where I was so anxious. I was going through a period of depression and, 
you know, I was really struggling. And then I came across numerology. Um, and I had always known about astrology because of my grandmother, but she had never taught me much about numerology. And so I started deep diving, buying books, and that's how I found my, my life path number and my core numbers. And these were tools to help assist me with understanding you know, how I'm supposed to be rerouting my direction in my life. And so this is why I want to share numerology as a form of tools. They don't have the answers, but they yeah. assist us with going within and doing the inner work. Because at the end of the day, with everything, right, um, it's all about doing the inner work and utilizing all these modalities that we have that are such beautiful tools for us to get there. And that's that's how my journey began. Yeah, yeah it was it was it was tough. Um but it was fun at the same time. It's the journey is so much fun. Yeah, you know, going through the whole process of so it. So, what is your life path number? I am a life path eleven. Okay. Yeah. Do you know yours? I'm a forty-four eight. You're oh forty-four eight. Yeah. So she's a master number forty-four. Um, so you are a manifester. Christina gets sh done. <laughs> Am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, you're allowed to cuss. <laughs> I'm fine with that. We have other people that cuss on it. Okay, good. This good. isn't like, you know, 13-year-olds are, are searching in here and change. You never know. You never <laughs> and, and, know. And I'm sure they've swore out. Oh, them, yeah, you know. totally. So in your opinion, how have you utilized, you know, numerology for yourself? And you know, it's, it's those times of, uh, you know, needing a little bit of direction and clarity. Yeah. It, it seems to happen at the times when there is a sense of feeling lost or wanting mm -hmm. more direction, wanting more understanding, want to be felt and know that everything's going to be okay, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You know, and and if I can read it and it says, and like it's being descriptive into like this, this information that's like floating around on the web, but it's like yeah. speaking to the exact situation that mm -hmm. I'm currently going through. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, well, there's, there's a higher order bigger than this that knows more than this absolutely you know and then absolutely. that kind of just puts you into that space of of trust and it's in that empowerment and then you can kind of pull back and you can say well how is this serving me right mm -hmm. because if this mm -hmm. is written in this in the in the numbers mm -hmm. or in the stars right right then okay well there's a purpose for this because mm -hmm. otherwise if it was irrelevant and it served no purpose it wouldn't exist right just right. like every interaction with every human being there's a you're serving a purpose of that connection for them and they're mm -hmm. serving that for you mm -hmm. we're sharing this equally mm -hmm. for each other as mm -hmm. well as the people that are watching and listening Absolutely. and so the it's it's this folding mm -hmm. and without them there wouldn't be this right, right? you know so then then that is facilitating so they're the purpose for us even having this conversation Absolutely. and vice versa so it's like you know when you find meaning in everything, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. then you can find, you know, it doesn't mean that there's joy in everything, but then there's right. an understanding, right? And if there's an understanding that's pulling me up, then I can have compassion for it. I can say that this is a great gift, not a great punishment. Absolutely. And you brought up empowerment, which I think is such an important word when we describe numerology, because numerology, in my very humble opinion, allows us to feel self-empowered. Yeah. But it also allows us the sense of self-awareness and accountability. And accountability is one of the biggest things that I have found in my own personal journey that I really needed to harness to further my growth and to be a decent human being, yeah. you know? And uh, numerology allows us to understand the duality of energy because energy is neutral, right? Yeah. It's not good or bad. It's we who manipulate it and make it good or bad. Yeah. And so when we look into the numerology, we can see here is the archetype of the energy and here's where we can go with it. You are your own alchemist. Yeah. Create your reality with it.
Yeah. Right. And so I think that's how numerology can really empower us to yeah, understand and, and that. And give it, you know, like if I remember correctly, an 11 is like you're the master teacher, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. like, you know, in that, you know, to teach and to facilitate and to yeah. be in that powerful space, sharing and, ass- and assimilating information and knowledge that you've obtained to others mm-hmm. is where you're going to shine, probably find your happiness. Because, yeah. if, you know, if there is that path, you know, like I'm happy when I'm happiest when I'm creating businesses. Yes, yes, you, you know, are. You know, like, so I'm like, uh, da, 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 da. and you're doing it damn well. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just like here, I mean, I do other things. Yeah, too, absolutely. You know, like, and, I'm sure. But, but like, I get excited about like starting a new project or doing something new or like diving deep into a different understanding, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and that's my happy place. Like absolutely. my happy place is making money. Making money. That's you know, right. like, no, but I mean, yeah. like, like my brain just functions in numbers. Yeah. Like yes. that's all I, I think about. So yes. like if I'm pulling myself away from that it doesn't mean that I don't love healing and helping people and doing things like right. that but like when if I'm honest with myself my and it's not even like I want the money for myself it's just like I'm so fascinated with the b- ability to right. play Monopoly right you but know? it's okay like, to want the money for yourself no no but right. I mean, I'm just saying yeah, you know there's yeah. a certain level of like you know I'm, I'm not one of those hoarders that are like yeah. you know like, like <laughs> I, I need all this money but Nine. it's, <laughs> but it's <laughs> like okay well I want more money because then I want to play this game and then I want to yeah. do this and I want to build that and mm-hmm. I want to you know like Mm -hmm. and so it's like okay how do I create an amazing real estate portfolio or how do I like do this or how you know like and it's all this you know like how do I make blockbuster films you know like that like it's just it's it's more of yes I get what you're saying and I think that's where we come down to understanding our life path number it's it's a way of us coming a little bit like adding another piece to the puzzle and understanding um what we're good at because the life path number essentially is supposed to assist us with understanding our life's mission and understanding the challenges and yeah. the reoccurring soul patterns we're going to be dealing with and a lot of times when we find ourselves discovering our numerology our life path number like you said we're at a place of sometimes when we're in tandem and we're needing some clarity and was your experience when you discovered your life path number, did you feel as if maybe um, when you were reading the description of your 448 life path that you were kind of focusing on the energy of you being out of alignment as yeah. opposed to in alignment? Yeah. Right? Because I, I was. Because, I mean, I think at that time when I became aware of it, like I was just, um, you know, I was just doing healing work and I was just really, did, you know, doing, you know, like I, I wasn't like feeling like, oh, I'm not like this person that just wants to create, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and be this, you know, I didn't feel like I was manifesting things in the yes. world, right? Like, I felt like I was, I wasn't there, yeah. right? You know, like, I wasn't playing the game that right. I was supposed to be playing. playing it small. You know, mm-hmm. and so, like, that type of, and so I don't know if that's your experience where people look at it as mm-hmm. more of where they're out of alignment. Absolutely. So what about when you discovered? Because you're, you're coming out of being in the music industry and a songwriter and different things like that. And then, like, so yeah. so you're like, well, wait a I second I was like, here. what in the I world? I want to create a bit yeah. entertainer. I don't yeah, want to be, like, a teacher. Exactly. And, you know, but then I was able to discover that I really came here to ascend even further in my journey and, and to be... Because a lot of my challenges with my ego and what was stunting my spiritual growth was me being operating from lower values, right? Mm -hmm. And so 
being anybody, right, but most particularly when you are a master number, um, it's not about this hierarchy, but it's more so about you coming down to this 3D reality, which is so tough with so many tests and so many lessons to acquire that. It's, it's really coming down and trying to be a better person, live yeah. more ethically. And that was something for a long time I was so hard-headed about. It was me, 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 what I want, what I want. Um, I don't mind, you know, I sound like a horrible person. <laughs> you know, it was like, I don't mind having to trample on this person to get to where I need to be. You know, and I think much of that was yeah. because of the industry I was in. Let's be real, entertainment, music, TV, very toxic industries. Oh, yeah. Very toxic. It's, it's you know... You're all for yourself, buddy. You know, yeah. you're on that boat and you get to that island however you need to get to it. And so once I understood my life path number, I understood, wow, I am so out of alignment, but I could see how in alignment I can be. And looking at the aspect of me being in alignment, those things that help me be in alignment do bring me joy. I do love to teach. I do love to talk. I am a forever student and I am a forever teacher of life. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. Well yeah, that's exactly. We all are. We're always mm -hmm. forever students. Forever. And, and people don't realize, they always think that there's a place that they're getting to, but then there's just going to be another place. Yeah. As long as there's a journey, as we're going. As, yeah, and have yeah. fun with it. Yeah. Have fun with it. I think a lot of us get really caught up, at least the women that I speak to, because I work a lot with the women of color community. Okay. And um, I assist them a lot with dipping their toes into their journey to transition into their own self-discovery through numerology and astrology and the metaphysical community. And a lot of times um, they put this, they feel they need to put this pressure on themselves of go, 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 rush, rush, rush. And I'm like, honey, no, like just enjoy the journey because the more we're so divine masculine oriented, yeah. the more out of alignment we are and the more we really push ourselves out of being the yin and the yang of the journey. So that's just something I really wanted to share because I find with so many people that I talk to, um, we end up getting really serious about our journey and then we forget to enjoy the ride because the whole point yeah. is to have fun. Yeah. Have fun with even it. If it's, even if it's crazy going on, you know? Yeah. Like you, can, you can just smile and laugh. You're you going to miss the crazy town. Yeah. It's <laughs> For gonna, real. That too shall pass. And then yeah. the next thing will too. Mm -hmm. So you read this You read this life path number. Mm -hmm. You dive into, you know, you're literally searching on Google to get answers <laughs> for your life. And, and you stumble <laughs> upon this. Mm -hmm. And what was it for you that decided that? oh my God, I'm going to keep on diving further into this. Because you, you said that you quickly like grabbed other books and something like that. Was yeah. there something that just clicked for you? Was there you know anything in particular in reading that first? Mm -hmm. Well, it's a, I was actually in the spiritual closet for, a, I say spiritual closet, um, for a long time after that. It wasn't until um, a couple years afterwards where I really decided to be my authentic self and talk about, um, yeah, I love messing with tarot and I love, you know, using the Palo Santo and this and that. Um, and so what it was that clicked for me was when I finally realized that numerology really made me feel empowered. Um, and it helped me to propel this sense of self-awareness. I felt like, you know, I think we say this as women, as we get older, we feel we're more comfortable in our skin yeah. and we're more secure of who we are as adults in general, forget the genders, right? Yeah. And so I felt numerology did that for me. And I thought, well, wow, if this can really help me in such a dark time, um, imagine how many other people who feel lost, you know, there's, we're always 
in moments of transition. Yeah. And so that's when I really wanted to take it further. And then I got a mentor and she took me under her wing and she taught me because my grandmother doesn't know anything about numerology. So I seeked out a mentor. She kind of like, you know how it goes when the student's ready, the teacher teacher will appear. And it was like, ah. (laughs) And so she's taught me everything she knows, which I'm so grateful for. Um, She's really just helped me spread my wings. And she's one of those people where she... She doesn't feel she needs to safeguard all her knowledge. It's, it's like, let me share all this knowledge because it's the ripple effect, right? Yeah. Because then I'm going and I'm doing that. And essentially what I want to do with this workshop is I want to share with those who are in attendance how you can add up all these different numbers because we're going to go over the life path, the personal year, the universal year, and other stuff if we have enough time. Um, because everything that I do is... I want you to empower yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, information, knowledge is to be shared. That's my motto. Knowledge mm-hmm. is to be shared. So I want to share this with you and you run with it and you tell your 10 friends and may those 10 friends tell their 10 friends, Yeah. you know, um, so that way we can just keep this going. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, if I, if I'm backtracking, is it, is, you know, like, so you had this, like the, this, the spark and you dived in and yeah. you were, you know, in the spiritual closet for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, what specifically did numerology help you with? Mm. It helped me really understand um, so many things, so many layers of the shadow work that I had been neglecting. Um, and it really helped me assist assist myself with the consciousness of, um, I truly am responsible for my actions and I'm mm. responsible for my growth and I'm responsible for everything and every circumstance around me. I have been, I had been living in a very victimization mentality up until then. Gotcha. And so it was really shifting the perception and realizing, wait a minute, that's not the case. Um, and it helped me understand that, you know, it's time to progress and move forward and that's why I felt in tandem Mm -hmm. you know well one of the reasons one of the reasons and now you had a basis of astrology too Mm -hmm. from your grandma my grandma Mm -hmm. and so is that western astrology eastern astrology what what form of western astrology and then my husband's family they yeah they have a lot of Vedic priests in in their family and so I learned here and there but Vedic astrology um, by all means hands down I think is amazing I I don't know much about it I want to dive into it are you familiar with Mm -hmm. Vedic oh my god it's incredible isn't it it's very very detailed very yeah. detailed. Mm-hmm. Well, because there's, I mean, there's the 13th uh, element that they have yes. in there that is all about where you are as a soul mm-hmm. in your journey, which, mm-hmm. you know, kind of takes it, you know, to the next level. The next level. That's right. You know? <laughs> when, I, when I started learning all this um, through his family, I was just in awe of, like, how much, again, forever the student. There is so yeah. much to learn when you're in this journey. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. More and keeps more. Keeps you going, right? Yeah. Keeps you going. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps you going <laughs> and then realizing, you know, and that's the, that's the part that I think that any good teacher will share is that they're, they are just that student and that yeah. they have so much more that they're learning mm-hmm. because you realize the more you learn. Yeah. The more you, well, wow. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's like when people like start to travel and they start to see that there's so much of the world right. to see. Yeah. It's like, all right, they live in their little bubble and then they go <laughs> yeah. and then they go to a different state and right. then maybe they go to a different country and then they realize, 
wow, there's this whole globe and all of these little cities everywhere and all of these beautiful yeah. areas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I could never go and see the whole earth. Never. You, you really know? couldn't. So if you can't even go and see the whole earth, you definitely can't experience or integrate all the knowledge. Absolutely. And I tell that to people all the time. Um, you know, I'm so thankful that I have a community that really trusts me and um, we fostered such a strong community. Um, and I have so many women who come to me for guidance and advice. And I love to tell them, you know, I really, I, I would love to say this, but I'd be a fool to say I have all the answers. Yeah. What I can do is really help you understand that you have all the answers within. We really mm-hmm. do. And it's all within. We love that outside, you know, that external validation and reassurance, which, yes, numerology and astrology can do that. Yeah. But deep down, you have this inner knowing. Your soul has this inner knowing. And so that's the same for us as yeah. much as, you know, we'd love to say we know everything. Um, we truly don't. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's the beautiful part because it reminds us of how connected we are, yeah. the oneness. And it reminds us that, um, you know, we're all peers as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's like a song that's like, you know, I was I was so much... I thought I was so much wiser then, but I'm I'm so much stupider now. Or whatever. Yes! You know, like you know what I'm saying. Absolutely, like, I, know know I know that line. I know that line. That reminds me of so growing up. I mean, I pissed my parents off, girl. Like growing up to rebel, and you know, I really thought I was a know-it-all. And when I was going, when I was a teenager up until college, I always told my parents, "I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist." You know, I didn't believe in religion. I was more science-based, right? And I think much of us, it's like. We end up thinking, we go through this journey of, you know, oh, I know this and I know this. And the further you go in, you go in, you realize I absolutely don't know anything at all. And so I started (laughs) off as an atheist and then I realized like, wow, you know, just because there's religion, there's so many different aspects of spirituality and whatever that is to you. And then here I am now saying I believe in so many different things, you (laughs) know, it's like adding new ones all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how that works out. So, yeah, that's a a great line. I wonder who that was. Uh, You know what? I mean, it's a really famous song. Let us know. Let let us know. Type it in. Comment. Yeah. If you you know it. But but that, yeah, I just that that resonance of it, because it is, you know, as we as we grow older we realize we're so much stupider yeah <laughs> not stupider no kind of I totally you know, like, yeah, yeah totally but, get it so you know then when did you start teaching for others it wasn't until I um I started teaching for others around July of last year and then I left my corporate job my nine to five February of this year and I took the big leap of faith of being an entrepreneur and jumping into this crazy journey of you know relying on yourself and honestly being an entrepreneur has been one of the biggest spiritual journeys for me it's taught me so much about my faith but um you gotta have faith you gotta have the faith you cannot give up because there's those valleys and there's those peaks you know um so it wasn't until like full-on full-on february of this year where i started leading a lot more workshops and a lot more resources and courses online and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff and i love it yeah. I love it. And it's it's not easy, um, but it's worth it. Yeah. In my very humble opinion. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, the, the, the things that aren't easy are sometimes the most rewarding. Oh, right? my God. Yes. I mean, yeah. Right. We awesome. feel, you know, because the sense of accomplishment. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm working out. <laughs> you know, like it's like, okay, yeah, I can do a hundred more reps like this. Right. But if you actually add some, you know, some weight, weight and you, you yeah. get to the point where you can't even go like this. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, 
then you feel like, oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I actually worked out. I'm getting stronger. Absolutely. You know, like you feel, even if you're a little sore, even if you're a little mm-hmm. beaten up, you feel like you accomplished and you feel a sense of pride. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, that's what we're here for, right? Mm-hmm. To grow and to evolve and to experience. Yeah. Right? You know, so. Yeah. One of my biggest things in my journey has always been struggling to work with for someone else. Like, I've mm-hmm. always struggled with having a boss. And um, not that I was, like, this horrible employee, but it was always, and I think you can relate because you are an entrepreneur at heart. It's like, well, you have all these ideas and innovative ideas, and you want that seat at the table. And finally you realize, well, I could do all this for me. Yeah. And so that's exactly why I just got that extra push. And I said, I've built empires for other people. Why not build my own empire? Right? Exactly. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. And so now you've taken that leap of faith since February. And now mm-hmm. you're, you, I know you do one-on-ones with mm-hmm. people. And then you also do these groups. Mm-hmm. And classes and so we're going to be having you uh the 19th 19th, Mm -hmm. i mean just around the corner and um and so and as you said before you're going to teach people their their life path number the soul's path Mm -hmm. and and their personal year year. universal year there's a lot to it but don't worry you're not going to be overwhelmed um it's very easy numerology is not complex at all it's not like you're doing you know geometry and chemistry and algebra and we're not going to be dividing <laughs> we're not a lot doing of people that. are intimidated by anything yeah. that has to do with math for so, sure so you can pull your intimidation off to the side there's always going to be other people to help but absolutely but, but why not come and learn about yourself and yeah. if you're watching this and the 19th of july has already passed but you know maybe mm-hmm. like think about like check our calendars yeah check, like where can people find you yeah, absolutely. I mean, folks can find me on Instagram. Okay. My handle is esoteric underscore essa. I do have my own blog, saluminati.com. I also have, I mean, I'm a content creator, so I have yeah. my own podcast as well. Yeah. It's called Better Work Bitch. It's all about manifesting <laughs> and doing the work to get there. I love it. <laughs> and I also have my own Patreon account where I do curate a lot of esoteric content on there as well. Um, and I mean, you could just find me online. Find me online. I'm following Liberate Hollywood. I support them. And I want to say, Christina, I am so, you know, I love everything you guys are doing. I love how open and welcoming you have been to the Latinx community. Um, a sister of mine in the community, a curandera, uh-huh. Erica Buenaflor, has oh, done her yeah. book signings here. Love her. Yes. And so it really, it's nice to see how we're all integrating, you know, yeah. and instead of us you know, having to rely on just going to the botanicas. It's nice to know that we can come out here to Hollywood as people of color and enjoy this beautiful shop. You guys, the shop is beyond phenomenal. There's so much history here and... I'm just hyped to be here. Well, we're hyped to have you, and we're hyped to hopefully continue to yeah. have you more and more. And whether, yeah. you know, and that's uh, whether you're teaching some classes about you know women entrepreneurship mm-hmm. to you know numerology to some mm-hmm. astrology and just you know having you featured on more podcasts. But yeah. however you wanna be, but I feel like it's gonna be a good new union of, yeah. of uh, lots of different things. So mm-hmm. you can always. 
look at our calendar, look at yes. all those handles and different things. Everything's going to be down below so you, for your reference, so it's easy. But if you forgot, spellings or different things, they'll all be there. Yeah, no worries. And again, you guys, your calendar, I have to say, is phenomenal. You guys have so many different events going all the, on all the time. Um, and Eleonora, who helps with your events, oh, I yeah. just want to give her a shout out because she's amazing. Oh, like, she's, she's on top of it. She's great. <laughs> yeah. We have a great team here. Yeah, you guys have a great team. Yeah, so welcoming. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank what what you. do you want to leave people with? Oh, jeez, oh, that's heavy. Yeah, um, I just like, but yeah. it's, it's heavy, but this is like they're yeah. closing out, they're tapping out, they're, yeah. you know, logging off, and I want them mm -hmm. to think about something. Or mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think what I would love to leave you with is something that I always sign off with is just always remember to go within, and that means as above, so below. Love yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yes. Till next time. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at Liberate Hollywood. All one word or Liberate Emporium. All one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. Thank you.